Welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters. Welcome to it. Um, I'm sounding a lot better than I was. Still kind of doing a little sniffing, a little bit of coughing, but not nearly as bad as what it was. <clears throat> so, I'm back in motherfucking business. Um, yeah, man. How's things? How's life? Everything going good? Everything going great? God, I hope so. Um, yeah, we should, uh, I, as I was saying, you know, like, I'm feeling better. This also means that uh, I'm probably going to be having myself a nice guest on here uh, every couple of weeks or so. We'll, we'll figure it out. We're figuring out schedules. Um, <clears throat> totally new guy, but he certainly is a good guy to talk to about all religion and stuff like that. And then I think that'll get me into gear of like actually interviewing people who know about faith and shit like that. You know, actually doing my damn homework like, uh, you know, I should have been doing. Um, as always... Um, we will be doing, uh, at least with these Sunday ones, because I think I'll be starting to try to do multiple ones a week, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, we will do the top five countries, and then we'll do the top ten cities that are actually listening to this shit. All right? So shout out if you've, uh, if you've heard from your name, you've heard your stuff, whatever. I, I know that you're, you're out there, guys. All right. Uh, number five for countries and whatnot, we got Canada. Uh, most people would call it Canada, but, you know, I like Canada myself. Um, then, after that, we have the United Kingdom, hello, Gavna. We have the Ukraine, after that, number three. Russian Federation at two, I think they jumped from before. And finally, our home place of the United States, at number numero uno. USA, USA. <clears throat> so, now on to the top ten cities, and it seems most of these are in America. Um, but it actually, you know, eh, whatever, works out this way, I guess, right? Right. Um, but, you know, we're, we're, sh you know, shouting you out for this week, right? Right. Uh, number 10, Hillsdale, Illinois. Hey, what's up? Is that Lauren? Is Lauren listening to this? I don't know. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Hello, how are you? Mountain View, California, then Boise, Idaho. San Jose, California at six. Uh, number five is Ashburn, Virginia. Number four is London. Number three, Moscow, Russian Federation, which is weird that we have number three being Moscow, the Russian Federation, yet number two is Simferopol, Simf uh, Ukraine. So, you know, you guys, hippity-jumpity. And then finally, numero uno, still holding strong, San Francisco, California, at numero uno. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate this. Um, yeah, man. So... Um, yeah, podcasting time, right? Right. Now on to, uh, fuck, what's next? I don't know much about religious news or anything like that. I haven't heard a whole hell of a lot. Um, more Catholic priests diddling kids from what I understand, but that's, that's not new. Um, something about, uh, a cardinal in Spain I heard a little bit about, but you know what? I don't know. I'm getting a lot of this, like, secondhand from work and stuff. But you know what I'm not getting secondhand? Uh, the King James Bible from the KingJamesBibleOnline.org. So if you want to follow along, uh, we are on chapter 16, everybody, a Deuteronomy. Uh, we're about halfway through. In fact, after this, I think we do hit the halfway point of this particular book. So, man, we're making our way through, man. Making my way downtown. Making my way, Deuteronomy. All right. Um, everybody ready? You, you ready to get all bibliophile, biblio thingy, ready to hear the Lord God's stuff? All right. Cool. Here we go. Um, 
Deuteronomy chapter 16. Observe the month of Abib, and keep the Passover unto the Lord thy God. For in the month of Abib, the Lord thy God brought thee forth out of Egypt by night. All right. Uh, thou shalt therefore sacrifice the Passover unto the Lord thy God of the flock and the herd, in the place which the Lord shall choose to place his name there. Okay. Uh, thou shalt eat no leavened bread with it. Oh, yeah, the leavened bread business. Seven days shalt thou eat unleavened bread therewith, even the bread of affliction. For thou camest forth out of the land of Egypt in haste, and thou mayest remember the day when thou camest forth out of the land of Egypt all the days of thy life. And I'm going to help you remember, because I'm God. And there shall be no leavened bread seen with thee in all thy coast seven days. Neither shall there be anything of the flesh which thou sacrificedest the first day at even. Uh, remain all night until the morning. No leaven motherfucking bread. Thou mayest not sacrifice the Passover within any of thy gates, which the Lord thy God giveth thee. But at the place which the Lord thy God shall choose to place his name in, there shalt thou sacrifice the Passover at even, at the going down of the sun, at the season that thou camest forth out of Egypt. And thou shalt roast and eat it in the place which the Lord thy God shall choose. And thou shalt turn it in the morning and go unto thy tents. Okay, so rules about don't eat leavened bread and don't eat shit when I don't tell you to fucking eat the shit. Man, a lot of rules. Uh, six days shalt thou eat unleavened bread and go on the seventh day shall be the solemn assembly of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt do no work therein. So, you know, you had a fast of unleavened bread and then eat unleavened bread all the fucking time. Seven weeks thou shalt number unto thee. Begin to number the seven weeks from such time as thou beginnest to put the sickle to the corn. Yeah, okay. And thou shalt keep uh, the feast of weeks unto the Lord thy God with a tribute of a freewill offering of thine hand, which thou shalt give unto the Lord thy God according as the God as the Lord thy God hath blessed thee. And thou shalt rejoice before the Lord thy God, thou and thy son and thy daughter and thy manservant and thy maidservant and the Levite that is within thy gates and the stranger and the fatherless and the widow that are among you in the place of the Lord thy God hath chosen to place his name there. So you're not going to eat, then you're going to eat, and then you're going to harvest for seven weeks, and then you're going to fucking rage, man. And thou shalt remember that thou wast a bondman in Egypt, and thou shalt deserve to do these statutes. Uh-huh. And thou shalt observe the feast of tabernacles seven days. After that, thou shalt thou <coughs> after that, thou hast gathered in thy corn and thy wine, and thou shalt rejoice in thy feast, thou and thy son, and thy daughter, and thy manservant, and thy maidservant, and the Levite, and the stranger, and the fatherless, and the widow that are within thy gates. Every motherfucking person. Right? Right, 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 right. All right. Uh, three times in a year shall all thy males appear before the Lord thy God in the place which he shall choose, in the feast of unleavened bread, and in the feast of weeks, and in the feast of tabernacles, and they shall not appear before the Lord empty. Hey, all right, much partying shall be had. Every man shall give as he is able, according to the blessing of the Lord thy God, which he hath given thee. Give as good as I give you. Uh, judges and officers shalt thou make thee in all thy gates, which the Lord thy God giveth thee, throughout thy tribes, and they shall judge the people with their uh, with just judgment. Thou shalt not rest judgment, thou shalt not respect persons, neither... Why, hold on. Thou shalt, shalt not rest judgment, uh, thou shalt not respect persons, neither take a gift, 
for a gift doth blind the eyes of the wise and pervert the words of the righteous. That's a good one. Deuteronomy 16, 19, I guess, but I'm a little confused. You'll not rest judgment. Uh, Tribes that shall judge the people with judgment. So the judges show up, and you're not going to rest judgment. Uh, you're not going to res- you're not going to uh, basically cor- try to corrupt them being like, here's a gift, you know, to not, you know, put my kid in prison or whatever the fuck. Uh, because a, such a gift to such a person blinds the eyes of the wise and perverts the words of the righteous. Nice. Uh, that which is altogether just shalt thou follow, that thou mayest live and inherit the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not plant thee a grove of any trees near unto the altar of the Lord thy God, which thou shalt make thee. Neither shalt thou set thee up any image which the Lord thy God hateth. Yeah, that's a good rule. Don't piss off God. Just don't do it. Uh, I'm not sure what image God hates, but so far the big one is is a cow. A golden one at that. You know. Um, yeah, real short chapter on that one. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 17. All right, here we go. Thou shalt not sacrifice unto the Lord thy God any bullock or sheep wherein is a blemish, or any evil favoredness, that's a new word, uh, for that is an abomination unto the Lord thy God. No pimply lambs, sheep, bullock, whatever the fuck. If there be found among you within any of thy gates which the Lord thy God giveth thee, man or woman, that hath wrought wickedness in the sight of the Lord thy God, is transgressing his covenant, and hath gone and served other gods and worshipped them, either the sun or moon or any of the host of heaven, which I have not commanded. Uh, I lost my spot. And it be told thee, and thou hast heard of it, and inquire diligently, and behold, it be true, and the thing certain that such abominations, uh, such abomination is wrought in Israel. Uh, okay. Then shalt thou bring forth that man or that woman which have committed the wicked thing unto thy gates, even that man or that woman, and shalt stone them with stones till they die. So bad people, we throw a bunch of motherfucking rocks at them. Uh, At the mouth of two witnesses, or three witnesses, shall he that is worthy of death be put to death. But at the mouth of one witness, he shall not be put to death. Okay, so we have... uh, Okay, so so we have a little bit of judgment going on here. Okay, so if, you know, this motherfucker is doing a bad thing, and it's one person, and you're like, eh, he should be killed, but you're just one person. Don't fuck this up. But when you get two or three going like, yeah, he, he, he raped, murdered, and pillaged and shit, you can stone the fuck out of that guy. The hands of the witnesses shall be first upon him to put him to death. Nice. And afterward, the hands of all the people. So thou shalt put the evil away from among you. So the people who witness the damn thing can throw the first rocks, and then everybody gets a chance. If there arise a matter too hard for thee in judgment, between blood and blood, between plea and plea, and between stroke and stroke, being <laughs> between stroke and stroke, being matters of controversy within thy gates, then shalt thou arise and get thee up into the place which the Lord thy God shall choose, and thou shalt come unto the priests of Levites, and unto the judge that shall be in those days, and inquire, and they shall shew thee the sentence of judgment. So if you yourself as judge can't quite figure it out, meet up with the Levites and have a council meeting of sorts, and they'll figure it out. And thou shalt do according to the sentence, which they of that place, which the Lord shall choose, shall shew thee. 
and thou shalt observe to do according uh, to all that they inform thee, according to the sentence of the law which they shall teach thee, and according to the judgment which they shall tell thee, thou shalt do. Thou shalt not decline from the sentence which they shall shew thee to the right hand nor to the left. Oh, oh, that's where that is. Okay. Because uh, I've heard, uh, like, that term, the, you can go to either, uh, I shall shoot thee to the right hand or to the left. And it seems to me like you can either be, I guess, I'm assuming, you know, you get punishment or you get this thing. You can, w here, and here's the choices. And don't be fucked up when they're like, nah, we've went over it. If you're innocent, you go free. If you get this, you get fucked. Um, and it, you just got to take your punishment with what it is, whether it be the right hand or the left. Am I right about this? I don't know. I'm assuming so. Um, and the man that will do presumptuously and will not hearken unto the priest that standeth to minister there before the Lord thy God or unto the judge, even that man shall die and thou shalt put away the evil from Israel. Okay. And all the people shall hear and fear and do no more presumptuously. I don't need to meet up with these people. And then he gets something happened to him. And then when the and when thou art come unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, and shalt possess it, and shalt dwell therein, and shalt say, I will set a king over me, like as all the nations are that are about me. Thou shalt in any wise set him king, set him king over thee, whom the Lord thy God shall choose. One from among thy brethren shalt thou set king over thee. Thou mayest not set a stranger over thee, which is not thy brother. Ah, okay. That's a fun little thing. Okay, it, it already puts in there, 1715, the divine right of a lot of monarchies. Um, and you are to set someone that you know, the brother of the brethren, set to a king, not some stranger in thy lands. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, but he shall not multiply horses to himself, nor cause the people to return to Egypt, uh, to the end that he should multiply horses, for as much as the Lord hath said unto you, he shall henceforth return no more that way. Um, not sure about the horses bit, but I'm assuming it means something like he will not make multiple bits of money or hoard things to himself. And the big rule of like, let's go back to Egypt. Things were all right there, right? Uh, neither shall he multiply wives to himself, that his heart turn not away. Neither shall he greatly multiply to himself silver and gold. All right, so this is just not to be overly covetous or greedy. Um... I think 1717 seems to me like it is one of being like, hey, all the peasants, you can take multiple wives uh, if you so wish, or you just, or as king, you just get the one and that's it. If she dies, you only get just the one, as opposed to some other folks going like, she died, I need another wife. Um, so it, it's just one spot that you will put. I suppose, and I'm putting words into this particular uh, verse that I'm reading currently that if you have the one wife, you have the one country and you're getting, you know, whatever it is you're getting, you, you're lucky to be serving as king, man. Um, but it doesn't, it says greatly multiply to himself silver and gold. And that sort of thing, uh, is starting to be kind of a slippery slope. I bet being like, it's not greatly multiplying my silver and gold stocks, you know, or whatever it is. My coffers are not greatly multiplying as, you know, insert someone else over here. You know, you can... That's a fun little rule, right? Right? Just be aware that he will get some stuff, but there's some limitations, motherfucker. Uh, and it shall be that when he sitteth upon the throne of his kingdom, that he shall write him a copy of this law in a book out of that which is before the priests, the Levites. 
uh, and it shall be with him, and he shall read therein all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God. To keep, oh, that was a Lord his God. Uh, and it shall be with him that he shall read therein all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, to keep all the words of this law and these statutes to do them. All right, good way to remember, being like, you're going to do this shit, right? Uh, that his heart be not lifted up above his brethren, and that he turn not aside from the commandment to the right hand or to the left, to the end that he may prolong his days in his kingdom, he and his children in the midst of Israel. Um, interesting. Uh, huh. I'm also spotting a lot of comments in this under section here. I wonder... Ooh, hello. There's a commentary for Deuteronomy 17. Neato. Um, Matthew Henry from 1710. Good lord. I'm sorry. This is kind of boring for most people, but uh, I just discovered it kind of just lays out some uh, basics of shit that I probably should have been reading from the get-go, but it, it kind of breaks it down for it. Let's see if we should, if I should have gone back through, you know, and, and probably read some of this shit. Um, and again, this was apparently written by this Matthew Henry fellow of 1710. I'm assuming that's a, supposed to be a year. Uh, but let's, let's give this a look at. Um, all sacrifices to be perfect. Idolaters must be slain. Oof. Uh, one through seven, difficult controversies. Eight through 13, the choice of a king, his duties. 14 to 20, uh, one through seven, no creature which had any blemish. Uh, king and duties, 14 to seven, whatever. Oh, I see. It's backwards. Okay, so idolaters must be slain, 1 through 7. Difficult controversies, 8 to 13. The choice of a king, his duties, 4 to 20. Now, the 1 to 7, the creature which had any blemish was offered as sacrifice to God. Uh, we are thus called to remember the perfect, pure, and spotless sacrifice of Christ. And remember, uh, not Christ, not yet. He's not here yet. And remind to serve God with the best of our abilities, time, and possession, and our pretended, obe pretended obedience. What the fuck? will be, oh, wait, uh, abilities, time, and possession, and, or our, uh, ah, I meant, I read that wrong, or our pretended obedience will be hateful to him. So great a punishment as death, so remarkable a death as stoning must be inflicted on a Jewish idolater. Let all in our days set up idols in their hearts. Remember how God punished this crime in Israel. I mean, this is kind of just rehashing what I've kind of already said, and I kind of came up to this sort of shit. Uh, 8 to 3, 13, courts of judgment, judgment on the divine authority of an oracle. It was the judgment of wise, prudent, experienced men and had the advantage of the divine purpose. Fair enough. Uh, 14 to 20, God himself was in particular manner Israel's king, I guess. And if they set another over them, it was necessary that he should choose the person. According when the people uh, desire a king, they applied to Samuel. I don't know this guy, a prophet of the Lord. Well, you're reading ahead. In all cases, God's choice, if we can but know it, should direct, determine, and overrule ours. Laws are given for the uh, prince that should be elected. He must be carefully avoid everything that should turn him from God and religion. Ah, you see, okay, keep him in the faith. Riches, honors, and pleasures, and three great hindrances, uh, are three great hindrances of godliness. The lusts of the flesh, flesh, the lusts of the eye, and the pride of life, especially to those in high stations against... The king uh, is here warned. The king must carefully study the law of God that make that his rule, and having a copy of the scriptures of his own writing, 
must read therein all the days of his life. It is not enough to have Bibles, but we must use them, use them daily as long as we live. Eh, we'll see how that goes. Christ's scholars never learn above their Bibles. We don't know Christ yet, so this is... Uh, scholars never learn above their Bibles, but will have constant occasion for them till they come to that world where knowledge and love will be made perfect, we hope. The king's writing and reading were as nothing. If he did not practice what he wrote and read, and those that who fear God and keep his commandments uh, will fare the better for it, even in this world. Okay, so some of the discussion stuff kind of is nice and helps and, and what have you. Um, I may, you know, look back into it if I have a lot more questions about this, that, and the other, I suppose. Um, but I want to type in uh, this thing, the right hand and the left analogy, and, and see if anything, you know, becomes yielded from that. Um, I'm sure something, you know, comes from it, no doubt about it. I'm really hoping so. Um, let's see. Uh, right hand or the left. Um, oh, there's a couple of things. Uh, right hand or left hand for palm reading. Right hand or left hand for wedding ring, engagement ring. Uh, right hand or left hand rule, right hand colder than the left. Um, maybe I put analogy. Ah, there we go. Uh, the left hand analogy. Surprising power of the right handed bias. Uh, mm, analogy of the Old Testament systematically classified. That's probably what I'm looking for. Uh, we'll see how long the. Oh! Boy, oh boy. This pulled up a book. Um,. Uh, I don't, I, I need left analogy in the Bible. I know this is exciting for everybody. Uh, we have the right hand of God. What is the significance of the right and left, uh, left and right in the Bible? Yeah, maybe that comes out. Okay, let's do that. Um, I'm looking at karm.org, I guess. Uh, this, woo, it, it lists a, quite a few things, but... Um, something as simple as left and the right in the Bible may not seem significant. However, it might surprise to learn that studying how God uses individual words can be beneficial. Uh, in this case, the word left and the word right may have different usages. Uh, usages? Usages? As I said it right? I felt like I said it wrong, but maybe I said it right. Uh, some of the words can mean position, direction, left can mean that which remains, uh, da -da 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 -da, blah, 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 blah. Um, where are we at? We're, it only has Leviticus. It doesn't have anything about left hand or the right with, um, uh, Deuteronomy. Um, oops. Uh, fuck. Well, tell you what, until somebody, and I'm assuming you folks, come up with something nice that is just like, it means this, you dumb twat, then, uh, you will just, uh, come up and tell me, man. You will... You'll do your thing. Um, and we'll see We'll see where it goes. Uh, if you want to send me a line, go ahead and send it to uh, at according, uh, Accord Too Stupid on Twitter. You can find me on there. Friend me, like me, etc., etc. Um, you can also send a fun little bit of a line to according to stupid at gmail.com. You can find all of these things uh, right in the show notes. Real easy to find. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm wrapping this one this one up, keeping it kind of short, commuter friendly, as it were. Um, yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see how things go with the next chapter. Because I should have a, a new guy on here here pretty soon. Keep an eye out for that. And uh, 
You've been gospeled to by the stupid.